0: and welcome to the calm birth conversation podcast this is karen mcclay and i will be having lots of wonderful conversations with experts and parents around pregnancy birth and parenting with the aim to help you to make informed choices and decisions around your own journey into parenthood this podcast is brought to you by calm birth australia's leading childbirth education program and welcome back to the calm Birth podcast i just want to welcome today um, carla brian and nadia parisi who are both amazing women who started a wonderful service uh, that is called the golden month and this is a service that they have developed to aid and nourish women in the postnatal period so welcome ladies hi Thank you hello Hi, would you like to introduce yourselves to us and tell us a little bit about um, about who you are and where you've come from and what's brought you to this point in your career? So, maybe Carla, would you like to start?
1: Sure. So, I'm a doctor of Chinese medicine or TCM, which involves acupuncture, herbal medicine, and dietary lifestyle things. Um, I've been practicing for about almost nine years now and just found myself in women's health and then in in doing so have kind of found a real passion for pre and postnatal care. And then after having my child, my daughter, two years ago, I really found that passion and that need to start opening up more services for women postnatally and putting more focus on that, um, you know, that, that postnatal care, which is really lacking in our, in our culture.
0: Definitely, definitely it is. Yeah. So Nadia, what about you? What's brought you to this place?
2: Um, quite similar to Carla in a sense um, I do a lot of work with women who are trying to conceive mm-hmm. so um, you know you could spend almost a year with some families and then their pregnancy which is really lovely and then I just felt like they would just completely fall off the radar mm-hmm. um, once they've had their baby and there really wasn't much in Adelaide for postnatal care so um, and me and Carla Uh, had our babies at the same time, my third child and her first child. So we were kind of going through that postpartum period, really knowing what we should be doing, but there was nothing available to support that. Um, And that's for two practitioners in the field. Um, You know, we've kind of got everything more available to us and we know what's around. So for us to struggle finding that care um, was a really big eye opener to what our community was missing out on.
0: Absolutely. And, and what's your background, Nadia? What do you do? Oh,
2: so I do um, fertility massage, prenatal and postnatal massage. And I do a special kind of massage called closing the bones. Um, so it's not a nice little ritual for women once they've had their babies. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a yoga teacher as well. Um, but I primarily, once again, focus on fertility, prenatal and postnatal yoga.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Excellent. So tell me, um, with... Um, nutrition because that's well actually let's start with your business tell us a bit about your business what what are the elements of your business and what are the aims of your business
2: so we have um a few tiers of the business um we offer four weeks of in-home support once mum has brought her baby home from hospital or if she's had a home birth once babies arrived um, so we come to the home, um, Carla does week one and week three, which consists of acupuncture, cupping, um, we do herbal bathing for mum, we make her up sits um, and another component of the business um, for the four week package is we provide all of her food for the week, um, which is made of you know TCM congees, Ayurvedic soups breastfeeding snacks teas and like a beautiful golden milk that we do as well um and then i do week two and four which is once again um coming into the mum's home allowing her to bath while we care for baby tidying up the home a little bit so if we can see you know you come to a new mum's home and there's always some washing on the couch or you know the dishes are kind of stacking up so we'll get on top of a few things for mum as well Um, and we do a full body massage and a closing of the bones as well
0: Right, beautiful. And we'll have a chat in a little bit about the closing of the bone ceremony. It's something that I, I find really, really beautiful. Um, but but first of all, I'm really interested in the nutrition side of your business uh, because we know that one of the most important things for recovery with our body and our health at any time in our life is nutrition. But particularly in that postnatal period, what's what sort of um, things do you find are really important for women in that? in regards to nutrition what sort of things should they be eating why should they be eating that um and i guess you were talking about that ayurvedic diet and and also um the tcm type elements that you're fusing in together with that what what's the principle behind all of that
1: so the main thing is to to nourish replenish and to warm so throughout pregnancy Mum uses so much energy and, and it's depleted from her qi, blood and yin. And then throughout birth, there's often a lot of blood loss. And then there's a bit of cold from, you know, the outside world kind of, you know, being exposed to her womb. And then there's a big empty space you know, where her baby once was. So we really primarily focus on warm, nourishing cooked foods. So it's a lot easier to break down and it supports her digestion, her digestive fire and her gut health um and you know it supports energy as well because your body's not working hard to break down cold raw foods um and the other thing is really to consider that it's nutrient dense you know carbohydrates fats proteins so it kind of covers your macros so you're getting you know good quality food but enough of it because you know when you're coming out of birth um after you've been pregnant for nine months and, and gone through birth and then you're trying to produce milk and breastfeed it's definitely no time to skimp on food or start any new diet or worry about, you know, your pre-baby body. Um, it's really a time to just rest, nourish and nourish yourself so that you can nourish and feed your baby. So, yeah, everything that we provide is, it's either got Chinese herbs in it or Ayurvedic spices, which is very balancing and warming. Um, nutrient-dense with lots of good fats. Um, it's all plant-based, so it, it, it's um, really easy for the body to assimilate. And, yeah, everything's warming and cooked. So nothing is really hard to digest or uses a lot of energy. So um, we really focus on building qi, which is vital energy, and yin and blood and body fluids, which is all very depleted through pregnancy and birth.
2: Yeah. Beautiful. So this is why this is the, um, the second tier of our business as well. So for those that don't have access to the full um, in-home care, those that might not be able to afford it or were a little bit out of their um, zone or area, we do offer um, one month food supply so the food is delivered to the mum's door um, and we also offer a one week. so it's been a really nice gift for a lot of friends. they get together and organize a week's worth of food for a new mother. So I think we're kind of seeing that bit of a shift so people are really understanding now what mums really need. We don't need a hundred bond suits or a thousand nappies sent over. Um, we really are needing that care so we can care for our families in return.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I often tell the women that I'm looking after when they have their baby showers, don't get stuff for the baby, get stuff that's going to know after you, whether it be an Uber Eats voucher or now a voucher with you guys um, or whether it's, you know, someone coming in and mowing the lawn for them or or whatever it is. It's it's really something that's going to look after them and help help make their lives easier in those early days um, with their babies. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and with um oh sorry you go no no that's right Nana off you go <laughs> I was just going to say the third tier so I thought I, until I'll forget if we don't talk about it now <laughs> okay. um, so for um, the services that we offer are Adelaide South Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, We then have Byron up to the Gold Coast where we do um, food delivery as well. Um, But for any women that are listening that aren't in these areas, um, we do have an online store and we've created all of our meals into a dry good form. So they're all packaged with the Chinese herbs or Ayurvedic herbs the rice um so all you have to do is add water and some vegetables um so another really good option for women that might not have that nutritional background or herbal Mm. background that they can access those nice healing nourishing foods as well yeah yeah
0: and where else could women um sort of get get these i guess the recipes that fit with that philosophy from um as well. And I guess we shouldn't really be saying the women because really it should be their their family. Partners. Their partners. <laughs> like no yeah. woman should be cooking in that postnatal period. It should be it should be all their support, their village around them that mm-hmm. is doing this. So where can they access recipes that would sit with that philosophy?
1: I think um it's it's all about education and being prepared. So if you don't kind of go into, you know, parent birth and child, I guess parenting without the knowledge, it's a lot harder to find that once the bubs is here. So it's good to prepare and prepare your support and your, your little village, your community, especially your birth, your, you know, your partner um, about the importance of this kind of nutrition um, and the importance of mother resting so that they get an idea of how important it is. And there's some really good books like the first 40 days. Um, I got, uh, I get a lot of inspiration from all my Chinese medicine textbooks. Um, but there's just, you know, really basic recipes online, like, um, you know, Chinese congee or um, Ayurvedic soup. It's just really, even if you can just get a few recipes, but um, at the very least, just keeping in mind warm, cooked, nourishing foods. Mm. Um, yeah, keep it basic. Absolutely. and
0: Basics, basics is good. <laughs> I like basic. Um, so tell me, Carla... <clears throat> Moving now into the TCM, what do you do in your, your weeks that you're on with those women? How do you use Chinese medicine to help women with their postpartum recovery?
1: Sure. So a big part of it is because I am in the, the first week, the first home visit, so it's really debriefing the birth and seeing if any emotional stuff is coming up, figuring out what may be happening with mum, whether it is emotional, physical, digestion, um, and getting a sense of where she's at. So we you know we're quite comfortable already, um, and she's able to relax. Um, we do run them a bath, a herbal bath, let them chill out, and then you know I set up the the treatment area. Um, I do a mini TCM consult, which includes a, a bit of a health, uh, birth, and current um, health check, just to see what's happening. I do pulse diagnosis and tongue observation, as well as um, abdominal palpation diagnosis, so feeling for any cold any emptiness or any hardness. Um, And then from that, I then do uh, an acupuncture treatment. And there's a lot of um, points that I use over and over again, which is, you know, the postnatal kind of warming, healing, bringing the wound back um, kind of supporting points. But then if there's anything else additionally going on, then I'll use extra points for that. So I let mum have a good half an hour, eye pillow on, music on, nice and warm and cosy, to relax and just stop and tune out and then after that i come back and i do what we call mother warming which is a term that is starting to be i guess a little bit more more known um it's traditionally called mother roasting a bit of a funny term but yeah it's like all about <laughs> yeah. warming sounds nicer um, and it's where i use moxa which is that chinese herb to help warm and build and move and nourish tea so i light a moxa stick um and I indirectly wave, uh, I guess, move over her abdominal area, over her womb space, and it helps to warm and helps to, I guess, honour that space where Bubs once was um, to nourish and um, and comfort her as well. So it's really healing and it feels really nice as well. So that's mostly what I do. I do a little bit of acupressure if I need to um, really, I don't have to use a lot of cupping because there's, um, there's other ways that I It's a lot, um, yeah, unless there's really stagnation or blockages, then I might use that. But using acupressure, um, even a bit of massage, depending on what's going on, whether it's, um, you know, low milk supply, mastitis, then I will work on those specific things and then giving them tools that they can do at home. Um, And at the same time, I put on their traditional Chinese postnatal tea, which boils for a good hour, And that's got specific herbs, which is to nourish the mum afterwards and that we get them to drink for the first month. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. And it goes, usually it's about an hour and a half, anywhere between an hour and a half and two hours for the home visit.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And those herbal baths that you do, is that, are they more about relaxation or is there a healing element to it? Like what are are those herbs all about?
2: Yeah, so the herbs in the, um, the our herbal sits mixture is really focusing on um, bruising, scarring and inflammation. Um, so if they've got a caesarean or if they've had any minor tears up to a episiotomy, um, it's really preventing that infection, um, really soothing and calming, and we're working on that bruising. So once again, in the Western world, the first thing they want to do is put ice and coldness onto these areas, um, whereas from a traditional um point of view we really want to bring warmth to the area to promote that healing
0: yeah okay all right and now Nadia what do you do what what do you do when you go into to the women's place in in, when it's your turn
2: yeah um so we do a little bit of a birth breed as well um just going through sort of any emotions that mum might have um the closing of the bones massage that we do and um, we do a lot of work on the sacrum as well, which um, holistically is all the grief points. So a lot of mums can get a little bit emotional, um, especially those that haven't had their birth wishes and um, all of that sort of adhered to, um, or they're just feeling a little bit vulnerable, emergency caesarean, etc. cetera. Um, so we go really, really quite slow. It's not remedial massage in any um, sense or form. So it's very sort of therapeutic looking at, you know, the spiritual and emotional aspects of the mum. Um And we do at the end of the massage, um, we do the abdominal area as well. So we work on just sort of realigning the uterus and just helping that nice fresh blood flow to the reproductive organs just to help with that healing and just allowing the uterus to come back to its size a little bit quicker. Um, And we also work on the digestive system as well. So a lot of mums we find um, become quite constipated, usually from any medication that they've been on, Um, especially mums if they have had an episiotomy, they're quite scared to poo. Um, So psychologically they hold on to their poo for a few days. Um, So we do a lot of um, digestive bowel work as well just to help get things moving. Um, And the final part of the massage, we wrap the mother's um, head, abdomen, hips and feet Um, with a cloth called rebozo, so it's a traditional Mexican cloth. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, spiritually and emotionally, that just brings all of mum's energy inward after birth. So I think with birth and even just being pregnant, we are very open to the public you know, you could be walking down the street and everyone wants to have a look at your belly or touch your belly. So we become quite vulnerable, and our spirits are quite open. They say, um, and even in birth, we, you know, it's probably the most expansioning, like expanding time for a woman. So it's all about bringing her energy and her body back inward. Yeah, and that, and that was really too. nice. Like you're being wrapped up like a yeah. little baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, this is what the baby feels like. <laughs> it's just really, really nourishing to be wrapped up.
0: It's beautiful and such a beautiful ceremony. Even, even just from a symb- symbiolic type point of view, just that yeah. that whole, um, I guess, honoring uh, honoring the mother, oh, exactly. honoring yeah. what what her body, incredible body, has actually been able to do. And I think there's there's an enormous spiritual component to that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. component to that. And that's something again that we're very big on. Um, or that I 'm very big on is is not just that that physical healing and that physical journey, it's very much that emotional journey and transition going mm. from from maiden into mother um, mm. is, is a really and nice. I
2: think it's really nice for the mums as well to feel held um, you know with that ceremony as well. It's, it is very, very nurturing, and I think a lot of the attention goes on to baby once baby's born and mums are kind of just left raw and open and um, trying to navigate. Um, and they lose a sense of their own identity as well, so I think it's really nice to be um, seen from another woman that we that we see you and nourish you yeah
1: yeah I guess that's um, one of my little um, sayings is that we we, keep, we hold the mother that she, so she can hold her baby so it's not just about coming in and fussing over the baby it's like no we're actually here for you so that you you can heal and you can be a better mother and you know that's just going to have a really positive flow and effect for her, for her child, for her family and her community. So I guess that's what our big goal is, to start to educate, you know, mothers, um, fathers, partners, parents, families on the importance of all of this so that um, it can create a ripple effect so that, you know, our children, our children's children... There's my little dog in the background. (laughs) Um, Just have that awareness and that importance so that it is ingrained in our culture and it's not a new idea or a new thing. So that is the ultimate goal. Mm.
2: And it's even beautiful just watching um, my son with me, like in my last pregnancy and my postpartum period He's 15 and is a very boy's boy wants to be with his friends all the time. But whenever he was home, he would bring me a cup of tea and be like, are you okay, mom? Do you need this? Or do you need that? Um, So even just seeing that next generation within our own family, um, learning that difference, whereas me and my sisters, we just wouldn't have noticed if my mum was feeling unwell. It was just a completely different generation. So it is nice just to see those small little shifts and hopefully we can um, continue them for everyone.
0: Uh, it's just so important. Our whole whole culture around birth has has really changed and has moved so far away from what it really should be. And mm. there's so many other cultures that we could be learning so much from. And as, as we were talking about before, before we started having our, our interview, you know, it's some, an area that I'm really passionate about is, you know, we've put a lot of emphasis in preparing for labour and birth, which is a really important thing to be doing. Um, but then there's also that preparation for preparing to to be mothers and and to be parents, really, and setting up your village um, and who's supporting you and who's holding space for that mother. And what I like to say, creating that womb-like environment for the family in those early days to to settle in and to recover. From birth, is such an important thing, and I think that you are doing an amazing, amazing thing for women. Um, So, Nadia, where would women go to get those type of services that you provide in Adelaide? Elsewhere around, like, who would they look up to to do that that sort of therapeutic massage in that postnatal period? What would they be looking for?
2: Um, So, a really good website. Who I did my training with, um, FertilityMassage.co.uk. Um, all of the practitioners that have trained um, in fertility massage and womb healing have also been trained in closing the bones and we've got around i think there's like 400 practitioners around australia at the moment so it's really sort of grown even in um you know i did my training with that a fair while ago and even just in the last couple of years um we've had like a really really big influx of women that are wanting to do that training to look after women in their community so it's really lovely
0: yeah oh that's fantastic because i think i think it's just so good and again these are all things that family and friends can be getting women
2: um Mm -hmm. you know as as get a massage voucher you know dollars, and it will just do a world of good for mum
0: exactly exactly with their baby showers as we were saying stop buying bond suits and start Mm -hmm. buying stuff to nourish nourish the 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 and it
2: has been so beautiful to see like we get an email from a group of girlfriends and Um, You know, they go on a little payment plan and they purchase their friend the whole package together as a group of 10. So, you know, you could literally have your group of 10 friends put in $100 each and buy them a whole package or, you know, get them a month's worth of food, whether it's with us or with someone else, just really, I think, putting on your thinking caps and saying, hey, what did I really need during that time that I didn't have? And how can I give that to my friend or my sister?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think with each of you now? What would be your greatest bit of advice to to women and their partners or couples preparing for this time? What do you think would be the the thing that is most important for them to be planning for and doing? And I know that's a big question because there's mm-hmm. so much to do. But what's what's your your piece of magic advice for them?
2: I think I'll go first if you want, Carla. Go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me, what I've learned over time, um, I was a single mum with my second daughter. So me and her husband, uh, me and her husband, me and my husband actually separated when I was pregnant. Um, so I really put on this cap of being a martyr and doing everything by myself and not accepting any help and just trying to show the world that I could be a mom on my own. Um, And I think that was my biggest downfall. I had so many people around me that would have stepped in and helped and had sleepovers and helped me with the baby. Um, But I just kind of tried to um, put on that, I can do everything suit. (laughs) Um, So I guess for me, my biggest um, word of advice would just be to reach out for help. If you are struggling, um, don't be ashamed, don't be embarrassed. And to really set up that village throughout your pregnancy. Um, The minute I fell pregnant, I'd already organised a postpartum doula to come into my house just to help with cleaning and the other kids. Obviously, I'm really lucky, so I kind of... Do I get the golden month come? (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) My husband actually asked me last night, he's like, oh, are you doing the golden month? And I'm like, what do you think? (laughs) I am
1: the golden month. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, So I guess, you know... um, you know when you find out you're pregnant and you've had that scan and you know that everything's going well start putting things in place to um, ensure that you've got that care don't leave it to the last minute because we've found a lot of mums they say oh I'll contact you once baby comes and then when baby comes they're so exhausted they're living off toast and coffee just to sort of stay awake and you know keep things moving um, that they really do forget about the help that's around them And then they get to six months postpartum and go, oh, why didn't I access this and do this and do that? So I think just pre-planning is really important.
1: Yeah, definitely that planning. And like I said, educating your partner, your support around the importance of that before you go into this postnatal period, because otherwise, yeah, you get into your little baby bubble and it's all new and overwhelming and you, you really can't see much past one day. You don't have any kind of future perspective and it's really easy to fall into a bit of a spiral so if you can um, Get everyone else on the same page so that if they do see you spiraling or if they know that What to look for in the in I guess in those signs of you struggling then they know where to step in and, and yeah Be really open to asking for help like Nadia said because you do get in this mindset. That, oh, no, no, it's okay I don't want to ask for help, but we really need to ask and accept that help um, and how
2: beautiful is it as a friend if one of your friends reach out and say, hey, I really, really need help? Like it's like, oh, you've you've come to me and it's really quite honourable on both parts to be able to help a new mother. So mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. you're
2: kind of doing a disservice to your friends and family if you don't ask for help as well, I think.
1: That's right because everyone does want to help. It's just a matter of um, being open to, and accepting, um, you know, and then there are obviously cases where people don't have that as much support or any um, but I think, in looking back at my postnatal period, I think surrendering to the moment and surrendering to every day and not worrying about the pile of washing or you know what what 's happening around the world and just being really, really present with you yourself your new i guess your new role in life your new personality um and with your baby so that you can put everything into that connection and into nourishing yourself and your baby because it's yeah it is so easy to get distracted and to focus on um on other things and and you can you know just miss all the important stuff and it can really fly by so really just surrendering and being present in that moment is um a really nice way yeah
2: and
0: that's that's one of my favourite words, Carla, I mean, for that for that whole time, for pregnancy, labour and birth, and in that postnatal period is just surrendering, surrendering oh. to the experience, enjoying that journey recovering from the journey navigating the twists and turns of that journey um it's just so important and the, the easiest way to do that is to surrender into it the world will continue on and it will be there <laughs> when you're ready to get back to it but why hurry why not enjoy that beautifulness that you have and, and really connect in with your with your family um and as you said your your new role and 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 i guess for a lot of women to that new identity which we try and run away from and that that evolving of us into to the to the mother that we're going to be i think is Mm. a really important thing yeah so thank you very much for joining me today ladies i'm sure we could
1: keep talking Mm -hmm. thank (laughs) you so much (laughs) I'm
0: i'm just in awe of what you're doing and i think it's just fantastic because it's something that is so needed in our culture Um, of of really honouring that mother and that transition into motherhood and also honouring the parents as well. Like we do focus, it's really important to focus on the mother, but we've also got to remember that partner there too is transitioning as well. And so nesting around both the couple, I I think, is is a really, really important time to do that. And and the role of the partner is to care for the mother
2: also. I think that's what, yeah, a lot of the dads have just absolutely loved it Some of them even more than the mum, I think. They've just been so grateful um, that they can look after the mother in different ways instead of having to cook. Um, So they can sort of find their little connection together as new partners because it's a completely different dynamic for them. Um, So taking that load off the mother really, really does help um, the father as well. So he can sort of step into that role with a little bit more, less stress around, I guess.
0: Yeah, too, and support as well, which is also important. Yeah. All right, so thank you again, ladies, and I'm sure that we will talk. And if anyone is really interested in the service that you do, just go to the Golden Month um, and have a look and and look at their online shop or if you're in Adelaide and sort of around that northern New South Wales up to Gold Coast area. Um, And I think you were saying you're about to move into Victoria as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so Geelong area. Um, we've got a practitioner that's going to be offering the full service there. So, the full golden month um, and food delivery service.
0: Yeah, great. Excellent. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you, thank you so, so much. much.